we need to remember that Jesus was a refugee. He knows what it was like to be unloved, unwelcome, as he and his family fled, you know, across uh, the river into the safety of Egypt. And that's why I believe in Matthew 25, when Jesus said, I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. And I believe that Jesus was reflecting back at that moment when he was a refugee. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. I'm Scott Young with co-host Dave Donaldson and special guest today, Todd Lampierre. We are going to talk today about one of the most important and neediest areas on the planet today. And we're going to ask the question, what we can do to make a difference, knowing that we are here to shine brightly and to bring change. The United Nations tells us that presently over 4 million refugees have fled the Ukraine. Inside the country, 6.5 million people displaced from their homes. That's 10 million plus people that are living away from where they would like to be living. Hundreds of thousands of people are without access to water. The refugees that have fled are 90% women and children. In the wake of this tragedy, there is a great opportunity for the churches of the Ukraine, Poland, Romania, to reach Ukrainian refugees with the love of God and the message of Jesus. In fact, this is a time for us all to reach out and do what we can. CityServe Europe has a fourfold strategy for sharing the good news of Jesus with the Ukrainian people, both in their words, in the words that we give to them, and in the actions we take. Here are the strategies that we are implementing. We are building church capacity. We are looking to help churches in the Ukraine, Poland, Romania become centers of compassion for the refugee crisis that is currently upon us. Our primary focus is to help churches in Poland. In the city of Lubin, which is very, very close to the border, we are helping churches set up a refugee center. And like Dave Donaldson, you've already been there. You and Todd have been there. And uh, we're going to hear some firsthand stories. Dave, tell us what's going on in this, uh, in this center in Poland. Well, uh, Todd and I, Wendell Vinson and others, we showed up at this church. Uh, the pastor and his wife, uh, they've been serving around the clock. Uh, literally hundreds of refugees overflowing. And so they asked us really as a project to expand their capacity from 50 families to 250 families, which we are doing right now. And as you said, that's a strategy. We've got to strengthen and expand these churches in Poland, Romania, Moldova, and to make sure that they become refugee safe houses so that when people do come over the border, we can safely and quickly transport them to churches uh, where they can be cared for, but also that they can be protected you know, from these predators that, that uh, we discovered are all around these border crossings. Thanks, Dave. Our first initiative, of course, building church capacity. But the second strategy we're implementing is expanding the supply pipeline. We want to move food and emergency supplies from our warehouses in Ukraine, Poland, Romania. CityServe Europe and its church partners have already distributed over a million meals 
in the Ukraine through local churches, and that includes food being distributed behind enemy lines. CityServe International is now working to secure even more meals to help our Polish partners. And I know Todd Lampierre has been very involved in getting these meals over there. And just tell us what's going on in the Ukraine, the people that we are helping, and what's happening. Scott, uh, we were able to distribute over a million uh, pre-packed meals, all of which went to the eastern side of Ukraine, uh, into places like Kiev, uh, the capital, uh, Kharkiv, uh, uh, Odessa, uh, Sumy, which is on the uh, Russian border. And uh, uh, those meals were packed um, uh, in uh, Orlando, Florida area, and then shipped to uh, Germany, then on to uh, our warehouse in, in Warsaw. And uh, through our, our, our vast uh, network of churches, they're taking these meals behind enemy lines hmm. and distributing to the people that are in the deepest of needs. It really was quite a miracle on the way those meals even got packed, the time that you had and the way you pulled that together. Just talk about the, the effort that people are putting in to help and get these meals over there. So uh, on uh, on a Sunday, uh, Pastor Paul and myself were talking about what we we're going to do. And I said, I'd like to pack a million meals. Well, when do you want to do it? I'd like to do it this upcoming Saturday. <laughs> and uh, so uh, she said, let's see if we can pull the trigger here. And uh, we work with No Child Hungry, a great uh, meal packing ministry uh, in Apopka, Florida. And he said, uh, well, we've got to pull the trigger on Tuesday morning if we're going to get the, uh, the ingredients for a million meals. Well, don't you know, Ivanka Trump calls on Monday and ask Pastor Paula, what, uh, what are you doing for the Ukraine? She says, we're packing a million meals. She says, I wanna pay for them. And mm. she paid for all the meals. That was miracle number two. And, and then within four days, we had over 2,500 volunteers show up on Saturday. To pack a million meals, it is a 8,000 man hour event. And God just brought everyone in from all four corners of Central Florida, packed the meals. But then, Scott, we didn't really know how we were going to get the meals to Ukraine. And that's where the next miracle came, where uh, Ivanka helped us secure uh, the UPS Foundation. And they flew these million meals over on their dime. That was about a million-dollar gift to us. It's just a series of miracles that shows that God has great compassion for what's happening there and that he wants to move through God's people. So what an outstanding, um, just the supply chain that you're moving. So our first strategy to build church capacity through our partners, our second strategy to expand the uh, supply pipeline. Our third strategy is to establish a transportation network of trucks and vans to move product and people to the Ukraine and to bring refugees out of the Ukraine to centers in Moldova, Romania, and Poland. As we're evacuating and helping these essential people that need to escape the devastation, it's particularly young women, children, and the elderly that we're helping to cross. We have to be very aware that there's an enemy that is working actively to bring destruction. Uh, Polish police reported 50 suspected traffickers that were working at the train station. And I know 
that you guys were at that train station. And I, ta- I, I Todd, you saw some things taking place and witnessed them. Maybe you can just tell us about what is happening uh, from your eyewitness account. You know, at the train station, it was literally a sea of humanity. Uh, people uh, coming off the trains from Ukraine and, and, and most just really just not even knowing where to go, what to do, who to see. Um, and they were just being cat, you know, just cattle herded across. And there was one lady, uh, that ran, uh, past Dave and myself and Wendell, and she was just screaming at the top of her lungs. We asked our interpreter what she was saying, and she was screaming, I can't find my child. I've lost my child. Someone has taken my child. And it was at that moment we realized the uh, the the situation was at its worst. And, and, and just to hear her scream and the frantic way that she was just uh, asking anyone for help really brought home uh, the, the whole issue of human trafficking that's happening uh, at the train station. Thank God that uh, there are people that are there that are really trying to reach out and help. And so that strategy again is to build church capacity to expand the supply pipeline to establish a transportation network and our fourth strategy is to provide the partners we work with and the churches we work with there by funding them to help them do compassion ministry i know that there were some uh, beds that were needed and dave i know that you were part of uh, helping that church or you know what took place to help the bedding for the children that were sleeping on the ground and then we help those partners because of the partners that help us to help meet the need maybe you can tell us about that as uh, todd mentioned the train station there on the polish ukrainian border uh, absolutely packed uh, with people Uh, you have uh, children uh, young mothers the elderly holocaust survivors and many of them were laying on the ground. And so I was taking video of that. And the station manager said, we don't need pictures. We need cots. Mm. And I replied, how many do you need? And through the generosity of donors in America, the good news is that train station is now fully outfitted with new Mm. cots, uh, bedding, pillows, And so this is what we can do. You know, when that happened where that young girl was uh, abducted, and I got to tell you, it's one of those things that will never leave my mind, haunting. Hmm. That it, you know, we need to ask the question, what is God up to and what's Satan up to? We know what Satan is up to. John 10, 10, to rob, you know, to destroy, still destroy. But what is God up to? Mm-hmm. And I believe that that border, along with the many other borders, that's the war that's taking place for the souls of the Ukrainians right there. And so we have an opportunity for the church to be there. But if we're not there, predators, cults, others will be there. And they're going to fill that void. But we're there. And we got to make sure that we have our vans. Cars are not fast enough. We need to have vans, larger vehicles, to make sure these women, children, elderly, the 
Holocaust survivors are not stuck at those borders and in the train station that I describe as a haunted house for young women. Get them across that border, into vehicles, transport them to these church safe houses where they can be cared for, but also they're going to, uh, they're going to actually, you know, hear and, and receive the love of Jesus through these great churches. That's the strategy, and that's what's working, but that's what's at stake. And this fourfold strategy that CityServe is working on, we want to thank everyone, every partner that helps us to help our partners overseas. So we are very appreciative. I know CityServe has some even greater and aggressive goals. And David, maybe you want to walk us through some of the things we're praying about, some of the things we're dreaming about to really make an even greater difference. Well, I think for these goals to to happen, people are going to need a new level of empathy. You know, it was Joseph Stalin that said that when one person dies, it's a tragedy. But when one million die, it's a statistic. Hmm. And we got to be careful that these Ukrainian people made in God's image don't become sorry figures that just race across the screen, mm-hmm. out of sight, out of mind. And we may send a little money and that's and then we're done. Uh, we're talking about millions of lives that hang in the balance. And so we're believing that through CityServe and this network of churches, that we're going to mobilize well over a thousand churches and synagogues uh, throughout that region. Uh, we're going to establish 500 church and synagogue safe houses to make sure that these families have a safe, place, you know, to live. And we're going to expand this transportation network. It only costs $22,000 to buy one of these vans. Mm. That's going to save hundreds of lives. Think about that. It's one of the best investments we can make in the gospel, the good news right now, buying a van. And so we're going to expand that. As Todd mentioned, we can not only use these vans for evacuation, but we can use them for channeling uh, food and other emergency supplies like these hygiene kits that are that have been donated into Ukraine. Uh, we can also help the refugees taking them to doctor's offices. And so the transportation network is indispensable. And so we got to strengthen and build that. We can do that for $22,000 per vehicle. And then Todd is working on another million meals. Hmm. And so, Todd, you may want to uh, share about that. Yeah, we, uh, uh, because of what happened uh, with at the City of Destiny in Apopka, Florida, and in the packing of the million meals, it has really uh, encouraged other churches to do the same, pack 100,000 meals here or 50,000 meals. So we're close to 100, uh, we're close to another million meals that have already been packed and paid for and we're working on the transportation side of that as we speak so uh it's god's people here just rising up and saying let me do my part you're also a pastor you work with pastors you work with churches and city serve is committed to working through local churches and pastors on the ground in this needy area tell us about what some of those pastors are experiencing 
the fatigue, how we can best pray and support those who are really on the front line of meeting these needs over there as pastors and spiritual leaders. You know, Charles Dickens was the one that said it was the worst of times and it was the best of times. Uh, we see the worst of humanity with what Putin is doing and the atrocities uh, that he is uh, inflicting on the Ukrainian people. But at the same time, Scott, you get to see the best of, of God's people and what they're doing. These churches in Poland and Romania and Moldova, they have just stopped everything that they were doing, and it's all hands on deck. It's 24-7. It doesn't stop. Compassion fatigue is uh, really settling in on these pastors. When uh, Dave, Wendell, and I were there uh, a few weeks ago, you could see it in their eyes. And that was, that was almost uh, 14 to 21 days ago. I can only imagine what they're going through right now. And so... As a, as a ministry with SafeServe, we need to invest into these pastors and into their spouses. It's just, uh, you, you can't give out what you don't have in. And uh, we need to pray for them. Uh, we need to pray God's strength. But, but we also need to tangibly touch them. And CityServe Europe is doing that. And CityServe International is, is really uh, working uh, on a plan to uh, to make sure that we take care of the pastors who are taking care of the Ukrainian people. So, Dave, you've worked in compassion ministry for, for decades. What do you think America needs to hear? What do you think America needs to do? People that are listening today, how can we shine brightly? How can we be an influence to help in this very, very needy area of the world? We need to remember that Jesus was a refugee. Uh, he knows what it was like to be unloved, unwelcome, as he and his family fled you know, across uh, the river into the safety of Egypt. And that's why I believe in Matthew 25, when Jesus said, I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. And his disciples are scratching their heads saying, Jesus, when did we see you hungry, thirsty, a stranger? And I believe that Jesus was reflecting back at that moment when he was a refugee. And that's why he said, as you've done it unto the least of these refugees, you've done it for me. That's reason enough to respond to these Ukrainian refugees with the love and compassion of Jesus Christ in a very tangible way. And secondly, I really believe that if we are in prayer uh, for these refugees, that what breaks the heart of God will break our heart. Hmm. And we will do whatever we possibly can to make a difference. And that's prayer, uh, giving, maybe even going there and serving. Uh, like Todd mentioned, uh, encouraging these pastors. You know, we get the word encouragement from putting courage in. And we're actually planning right now a retreat, and we're going to have about 100 pastors, mm. Ukraine, Poland, Romania, Moldova, and we're going to love on them. Uh, we're going to encourage them, uh, and we're going to talk about the strategy because tragically, the chances are this is going to be protracted for quite a while. 
Well, we're just so impressed with all that City Serve is doing and just you guys being there in such a quick way. And we want to continue to, to pray and to love and to do. But maybe, Pastor Todd, we could just ask you to just pray for the Ukraine and pray that God will flow through his people like never before in this hour. Mm, yes. Father, we come before you thanking you that you are God that is in charge and in control, even when we feel like things are out of control. And Father, we take some time right now and we would ask God that you would be with our Ukrainian brothers and sisters, those who, no fault of their own, are experiencing extreme uh, trial, extreme hurt, extreme hardship. Families have been ripped apart. Families have been displaced. And I pray, God, in the midst of this, I pray, God, that they would look mm -hmm. to you. God, may you be their source of strength. May you be their source of help. We pray, Father, for the, the church, the body of Christ in Poland and Romania and Moldova, all those places, God, that are receiving the refugees. May you give them added strength. May you provide the resources. May you use them to be your hands and your feet. And then I pray, Father, that you would be with the body of Christ here in the United States. Mm -hmm. God, I would ask, Lord, that you would help us to, to, to not put them in the back burner of our minds, but on the forefront. And Lord, as Dave said, help us to have empathy, Father. Mm. Help us to, to live out truly what is said in Scripture when one member of the body hurts, all the members hurt with it. And so I would ask, Lord God, that you would help us to feel their pain. Mm. And I pray, Father God, that what Satan meant for evil, may you turn it around mm -hmm. for your glory and for the good of your people. Mm -hmm. Protect, guide, and provide yes. in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. All God's people say amen. Amen. I want to thank you for being part of the Influencers podcast today. We want you to go out now and make a difference in your neighborhood. And don't forget to touch the nations. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.